Hey everybody, thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle Podcast. Right here every Thursday you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless. The book of Luke, chapter number 12, verse number uh, 16, please. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man uh, brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruit? Uh, he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barn and build greater. And there will I bestow all of my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, Thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasures for himself and is not rich toward God. Lord, open our understanding to your word. Anoint us with fresh oil. Lord, we want a fresh anointing for this message tonight. We want anointing, O God, only by the Holy Ghost anointing. Oh, Lord, help us that we might help somebody. Bless us that we might be a blessing. Help us, Lord, to speak the words that you'd have us to speak and say the things that you'd have us to say. Let Holy Ghost conviction move in this service tonight. Touch hearts, Lord. Somebody could be standing on the threshing hole of eternity and not realize it. May their eyes be open to it tonight and realize their lostness and be saved before this service is ended. And we'll honor, give you the glory and the praise for it in Christ's name. Amen. Hallelujah. I'd like to preach tonight on the man with six eyes who could not see. Uh, if you'll notice, and I read here, this farmer that God had so wonderfully blessed and give so much to, he spoke to himself. And he used the word I. And he said, uh, I do, I have, I do. I will, I will bestow all of my fruits and my goods. I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. When you begin to count those, I think if you'll count them in the uh, Good News for Modern Man version, that's the King James Version. Uh, you'll find out that he spake to himself five, six times. And he said to himself, I will. He made plans for things that would never materialize. He looked toward a future that would not be his. God had been so wonderfully and graciously good to him just like Jesus said, He maketh this sun to rise on the evil and on the good 
and he sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. He sent it on people today, right in this area, though they didn't justly deserve it. I understand when you say and when people talk about that they're, they're, they're saying, uh, uh, I don't deserve, none of us deserved Christ. None of us is worthy but because He loved us. Right. We're not saved because of how good we were, right. but it's saved, we're saved because God loved us and Jesus died for us. But this man uh, had, had been so wonderfully blessed in so many things and had so many things in his life and the land had been good to him and God had been good to him and blessed him and, and his uh, uh, substance had, had, had abounded and his barns was overrun. They were not, uh, they were not sufficient to hold uh, what the land had produced. Uh, and uh, he began to contemplate and decide on what he was going to do. I'll tell you, you need to live every moment as you're going to die the next. Uh, and you need to plan like you're going to live for eternity for somewhere you are going to live for eternity. Now, he was making plans for many years, but not making plans for eternity. He was making plans for this life, but not making plans for the life to come. He was looking at what he thought would be his for years and not looking at facing an almighty God and answering for his soul and not considering what lay ahead and what God would say. He planned on a future that would not be his. He talked to himself and discussed to himself of what he would do. And, and yet, uh, while he discussed uh, uh, his situation and what he planned for his future, while he so made plans, God spoke in the night. I hope you'll help me tonight while I throw out the lifeline and ask somebody uh, not, to, not to be blinded to the realization that God could call you this night. Hallelujah. Uh, you might say I'm young, but not too young for God to call. You might say I'm healthy, but not too healthy for God to call. You see, this man had no indication of any sickness or any ailments or any situation uh, that would turn that he could die. Everything pointed toward, man, you got a long time to live. you got a lot of things to look forward to. Everything is go down here. There was only one thing like it, and it was the most important thing of all. While he planned, God had other plans for him. Good God, have mercy. Uh, listen, Paul said uh, concerning uh, the God of this world, he uh, said that he had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of, of Christ uh, should shine in them who is in the image of God. And that they should be saved. The devil doesn't want you to see your lostness. He doesn't want you to realize how close to eternity you are. You are just a heartbeat, one breath away from another world. Oh, God. Just one heartbeat, just one breath. 
It is so sad, but so many do not plan with God in their plans. They plan for a life, but they do not plan for eternity. They seek for wealth, but they do not seek for the one who gives the wealth. They are thankful for the rain, but they do not thank Him who sends the rain. Oh, God! This man planned. Psalmist David said in chapter 17, Thou hast visited me in the night. Great Lord! Did you know somewhere in this county tonight, death will visit somebody. Somebody will have their last opportunity. This will be their last day. This will be their last opportunity. This will be their last chance. Oh, Lord, Ecclesiastes said, and man knoweth not his time. Oh, you don't know. You don't know. As a fish is that are caught in And as the birds in the snare, uh, so is man snared in an evil time when it cometh suddenly upon him. You just don't know. Uh, sometimes people have cancer. Uh, and we talk about, my Lord, they won't live six months. Uh, they won't live 60 days. Uh, but even so, sometimes those people visit the morgue of those who were not planning to die, who seem to be in good health. All indications were they were doing all right, but all of a sudden death claimed them and they went to the other side of life. Oh, could I warn you? Could I beg you? Let me entreat you tonight to seek ye the Lord while He may be found. Call you upon Him while He's near. Let the wicked forsake His way and the unrighteous man his son. I will, but he didn't. I do, but he didn't. Oh, listen. He said, I will lay it up, but he never laid it up. It would be for somebody else to enjoy. It would be for somebody else to do it. He was going to meet God. And in the stillness of that night, in the darkness of that night, while he's yet God speaks and said, Thy food. When you look this word fool up here, it means as one who is having a convulsions and foaming at the mouth. One who is doing so foolish. One who is doing so recklessly. Oh, uh, one who is unwise. And uh, I hate to use the word, and, uh, but it, it's on the definitions for it, and it's to be stupid. And I'd call nobody stupid. No, 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 no. But that's just a definition of what it's guilt for. Uh, when God said you're stupid, when God says you're unwise, when God says you're like a madman foaming at the mouth, uh, well, 
oh, oh. You haven't stopped and looked at eternity. You can see yourself and what all you're going to do. Your eyes are upon your goods. Your eyes are upon yourself. Your eyes are upon your treasures. Down here in this life, your eyes are upon your barn. Your eyes are upon the fields. But you have no eye for me. You do not see no need of your soul's fare. You see no need of eternity. You see no need of a God. You see no need of surrendering. Great God have mercy. The God of this world blinded his mind. An opportunity and yet, and yet, yet he failed it. God visited him in the night. Thy food this night your soul is required of thee. You're going to lose it all. All that you've accumulated. All that you will eat up, somebody else will enjoy it, and you'll have nothing. Oh, God. Oh, God. I want you to know tonight the most dangerous thing you can do is live without a Savior. And to not be saved every moment that you go unsaved, you're taking a chance in gambling with your soul to be lost forever and lost eternally and lost afar ever and ever without an end. Oh, I know this is a parable, but it's also an illustration. And it tells of things that could happen. And it tells of things that might happen. And Jesus tells in Luke 16 of an incident of which it did happen. Hallelujah. Oh, let me tell you tonight, uh, don't look at this world and its fleeting, uh, fleeting pleasures that are for about a moment of time. Uh, don't, uh, don't base your eternity and your soul on things. Uh, brother, he had things that he could not keep. Uh, and he had not what he needed uh, to bridge him into eternity. The very things that he laid up there they would leave him. And the very emptiness that he had, he would have to meet after a while. Oh, God, help us tonight to realize that life is so uncertain and we don't have the promise of tomorrow. Oh, would be tonight somehow I could stir somebody around Shadeville, Church of God, to realize that you have no promise of tomorrow. This could be the night. This night, this night, not tomorrow night, not the next revival, not next year, not after you get your barns built, not after you get everything stored up, not after you get it all spent in many years, but this night, my soul, oh my Lord, if you don't mind, let me paraphrase while he's talking and while he's saying, I'll say to my soul, uh, eat, 
drink and be merry. Isn't that, isn't that the program of America tonight? Isn't that the desire of our generation? Isn't that what our nation and our worlds are wanting? It's restaurants on every corner. It's entertainments in between. It's all to be happy. It's all to be merry. Even our funerals now, when the family nights come, it's more like a hoorah and a hooray. Nobody seems to mourn the deceased. Nobody I'm talking about in our country. Maybe you do up here, but they'll get together and tell jokes and laugh. And it seems like nobody seems to be wearing a cry anymore or mourn because somebody's departed this life. Ah, but let me say tonight, He's going to turn their laughter into sorrow. He's going to turn their joy into sadness. He's going to turn their happiness into great, great God have mercy. All of those who have built on a world that they cannot contain and hold the things that they cannot hold to when they're leaving this world. Oh, God, help us here tonight. I'm throwing out the lifeline and begging somebody that you need to pray tonight. You need to seek the Lord tonight. You need to come tonight and find the Savior before it's too late. Oh, hallelujah. Life is fleeting. You have no promise of gray hair, young man. You have no promise of a recall face, young lady. You have no promise of to be a grandmother or even a mother. All you have is a promise of this opportunity and this chance and this privilege. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your service. And this is your opportunity to be saved. Oh, why not tonight? He could see everything but his lostness. He could see everything but his end. He could see everything but eternity. I read to you. He could see for many years. But he could not see right then that he needed a Savior. That he needed to be safe. I think it was November the best I can remember. Date's not all that important, if it was not correct. But I was preaching for Brother Tim Hudson over in uh, Sumter, South Carolina. And uh, Every night I preached on faith. On the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews, verse number 1, every night. But the last two nights, I had a burden and it changed on a Thursday and Friday night. There was a man that had started coming. His name was Mr. McCoy. And I got acquainted with Mr. McCoy and we made friends. I would say, just guessing, I'm not sure, but I would say in the neighborhood of my age, give or take on either side, 
But one thing was sure. Mr. McCoy and me kind of hooked up and made to, got to be friends and got to be buddies. Now, the other night I went to the pulpit. I knew about acknowledge Mr. McCoy being there. But the last two nights I had such a burden to try to beg folks not to be lost. Like I'm begging somebody here tonight. And then the meeting closed. I come on in and went on to Panama. And on coming back or come in, and I heard uh, uh, on my answer machine, Brother Tim had called. And so I returned the call. Brother Tim said, Brother Neil said, you remember Mr. McCoy? I said, yes, I do. You remember how you begged and pled and how you preached and begged? I said, yes, I do. He said, that was Mr. McCoy's last call. Sitting in his chair, he had a subsebral hemorrhage and never gained consciousness and went to the other side of life. Oh, listen to me tonight. Somewhere you'll have your last chance. Somewhere it'll be your last night. No doubt this man had seen nights come and nights go. No doubt he had seen sunrises and sunsets of many a day. He had seen the fruits produced, the trees produce their fruits. He had been wonderfully blessed. Oh, others probably commended him and others bragged on him. And he had many appear that looked at him and admired him. But there was one who would judge him. And he called him in the stillness of the night while the crickets were chirping, while the stars were blinking and the moon was making its way across the western sides and toward the western side. All of a sudden in the stillness of that night while he spoke to himself, God interrupted his thoughts, interrupted his conversation and spoke to him. What a terror must have stricken his heart and his mind when out of the silence of the night when only he and he alone could hear himself speak. And he knew that no one else was nowhere near all of a sudden to find that God was already weighing him on the same balances that he'd wear. Will Baal Chazeron. And all of a sudden in the stillness of the night a voice breaks in from eternity. Oh God. And ask you tonight, dear lost friend, what if he speaks to you tonight? Oh Lord, I asked a person just last night, I said, what if the Lord were to come tonight? What if the church was to leave? They said, I'd be in trouble. I said, you don't have to be that way. It don't have to be like that. No. I'm a praying that you won't that you won't miss it. I'm a praying that you'll be ready to go. I'm a praying that you'll get ready. Oh, behold, now's accepted time. Today is a day of salvation. Yes, now. Hallelujah. All of a sudden in the stillness of the night, a voice from the eternal worlds speaks to mortal man, and he speaks to him, and the first thing he says is, Die, fool, madman, madman, unwise man, foolish man, a man that is so foolish, I to plan on a future without me, to plan on 
a future that you'll not have and not plan on eternity. And think about eternity. This night thy soul shall be required of thee. And this word required means I'm calling you back. You're going to answer. He'll call, Job said, and I'll answer. God's going to call you. Well, what will your answer be? God's going to call you. I don't know when it shall be. Man, no, not this time. But I know God will call. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, if today God should call you away, what would you give in exchange for your soul? Oh, what would you give in exchange for your soul? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know what to call this man by name since there's no name given to him. And I wouldn't want to call his name because somebody here might have that name and might think that I'm insinuating them. But let me say this, whatever his name was, if you don't mind me paraphrasing, when he left it all and they buried him, possibly he could have had a wife. Let's say that he did. And and and, uh, and there she is. It's all hers. And... and uh, and she's got her another man now. After a couple of years, she remarries four or five years or whatever. And this man inherits everything that he's worked for. This man gets it all along with his, with his wife and with all of his goods. And he enjoys these things. And, and he's blessed by it. And yet here's this poor soul that's in a Christless eternity. Lost and doomed and down forever. It's not the man's fault that God that married his wife and got what he left, but it was his fault because he failed to plan. He refused to look. He refused to look at himself as a lost man, as a need for God. He failed to recognize, I need God in my life. There's nothing wrong with planning, but let me tell you, you better include God in your plan. Except the Lord build a house, they that labor laboreth in vain. Except he wake the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. I've been a praying, God, I've got a burden, but you're going to have to wake folks up. You're going to have to stir people. You're going to have to wake them up, Lord. I can blow the trumpet. I can be the watchman on the wall, but except you wake them up. Oh, God, oh, God, don't let them sleep the sleep of death. I wake them up. Oh, eternity. Eternity. Where? Eternity. Without an end, he turned it without a God, he turned it without hope, he turned it without a Savior, he turned it without mercy. Where will you spend that never in eternity? Oh, God! Oh, God! I will. But he didn't. I do, but he didn't. I'll say, but he never did get to speak because God called. Oh, he's calling today. He's calling today. Oh, 
while He calls in mercy, while He calls you to the altar of repentance, while He calls you to turn, while He deals with you about your never-dying soul, while He deals with you about, about eternity, and yet you turn Him away. How long will you refuse Him? How long will you turn away from Him? Oh, listen tonight. What will you do if God calls you this night? You leave this service uh, and, and go home, and all of a sudden in the stillness of the night, uh, somewhere around one one. 32 o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden you are alarmed that another voice is calling. All of a sudden you are alarmed uh, that you're headed to eternity. Uh, Sister Bridges and I uh, had a good couple friend. They were friends of ours that uh, went to the Jersey church. Uh, 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 his wife had, had had serious heart trouble and uh, she was uh, at home and been in the hospital and it seemed like that uh, she was going to die. And the daughter was there. And the father said to the her daughter, said, run next door and get the, the man that's a paramedic. Their neighbor was a paramedic. Said, get him and bring him over. Said, tell him that your mom's a died. And, and she ran next door to get the paramedic and got him and run back. And when she ran into the bedroom, there laid her mom dead on the bed and her daddy dead lying beside the bed. And a husband and a wife both went into eternity died. Uh, he, he had no indications of having any trouble of any kind. His wife did, but he know. Uh, but all of a sudden, uh, he was taken. Man knoweth not his time. Great God, have mercy. I wish you'd listen to me tonight. Uh, you can plan for things, uh, and it's all right, but don't you forget to plan for eternity and plan to meet the Master uh, and make your calling and election sure. Well, I wish you'd hear me tonight. Great God, have mercy. How will you tread on God's mercy? How will you walk over the precious blood of the Son of God? Will you go on till there's no more chance? Until God calls you as He called this man, a fool, vain man, unwise man, madman. Oh, great God, have mercy. How foolish can people be that try to hold on to things that they cannot keep and not get a hold of something and that they can have eternally. Would you come to the piano, please? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. He's caused His sun to shine on you. He's caused His rain to come on you. He blessed you along with others. But... What if God calls tonight? Will everything center around you as a man of ice who could not see his need? He could not see his need for God. He could not see his need to settle the things for eternity. Oh, God. He could not see that God could call at any given moment. Saints, I've been trying to bless you every night the best I could through the Word of God. But tonight I feel like throwing out the lifeline. And I feel like begging somebody, don't, don't leave the Master. 
Why would you turn him away? This night, this night, thy soul is required of thee. I'm calling you back. This word required of thee, as I said, is called back as God had called prior. God had come to him before and dealt with him, but he refused to hearken. God had no doubt sent a message to him by somebody, even if nothing else by himself. He had sent him a message. And he says, I'm calling you back again. But this time, it's not to tell you that you can be saved. But it's to call you back to say that you've been a fool. You've been a fool. You've been a fool. You've had so foolish as Oh, how doth the wise man as a fool died. Isn't it something that we see people with college degrees and yet don't know the Master? Isn't it something to see men who are so successful in this world and yet have no treasures for eternity? All they have is what they've laid up down here. That's all they have for their hope. That's all they have to look forward to. Great God, have mercy. Great God. Let me tell you tonight, young person, you can never decide too early, but you can wait too late. On the sands of eternity lies the bleaching bones of multiplied millions. Who said, I will tomorrow, but they died today. They were planning for later, but they never did get there. All the enemy wants you to do, sir, is just wait one breath beyond God's mercy. And the last call for your soul, and it's eternity forever lost. Oh, God. 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 I'm trying to throw the lifeline to somebody tonight before they go down in despair. Stand with us. Oh, God. Oh, God. As our sister sings, and we beg you tonight to seek the Lord, and we ask you tonight, won't you come? Won't you come on now? Won't you come on now? Not thinking about eternity <laughs> as the soldiers drove the nails. Will we learn from what they've done or make the same mistakes? Me or the world, my child? Which one will you take?